everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We have another weekend of Hallmark movies to give our thoughts on. It's a pretty strong weekend, in my opinion. And uh, and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Jess is here. Hi, everybody. And Cammy is here. Hi, everybody. I just want to point out that I have my festive red, but I have my Thanksgiving earrings on. It's <laughs> <laughs> still November. Nice Thanksgiving earrings. <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> My mom gave them to me. They're little turkeys. See? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we're now in week four, weekend four that we're talking about mm-hmm. of Hallmark Christmas movies 2022. And overall of the ones that you've seen, would you say it's been a strong season overall? Or uh, how do you feel? What do you think, Jess? Hmm. Well, I'm already behind as I expected. (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't seen everything. I'm not quite as far behind as I thought I was going to be, but I think it's decently strong. Um, You know, I've had a couple that I was like, yes, this is, this is the movie for me. And not, there hasn't been as many that have been like true duds. Um, So I think it's decently strong. Yeah. What what do you think, Cammie? I'm, I'm kind of in the middle there. There have been there have been some that I just went, now that was a good movie. And then there have been a couple that I just went, mm, no. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think it's been a really strong group, but, uh, but yeah, there were uh, three. There's been three that I was not a fan of. Uh, but uh, but yeah, were, the, some were any of those in this weekend's lineup? <laughs> Thankfully, no. I really enjoyed all four of these movies. So for me, at least, I I thought this was a very strong weekend for the channels. So, but let's dive in and let's get going here. Uh, so let's talk about the Friday movie. This was on the eleventh, uh, and it was called In Merry Measure. It was originally the Christmas Carol competition. Mm-hmm. But uh, they changed that to In Merry Measure, which I like that a smart name. move. Yeah, smart yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. better like name. And uh, this stars Patty Murin, uh, Brendan Penny, Jennifer Robert- Robertson, directed by Paula Ellie and written by Russell Hainline. And this looks like his, he only had a couple credits to his name. And this is definitely his first rom-com. So that's fun. And it's when pop star Darcy returns home to spend Christmas with her sister and niece, she unexpectedly finds herself coaching the high school choir with her one-time rival. And this always makes me laugh in these movies when people go home for Christmas and they're like, we're going to put you to work. (laughs) That is just not my jam. Like if, if I was going traveling back to, I mean, I guess my parents have haven't lived where i grew up for a long time so maybe it's a little different dynamic because i don't like know the people that they you don't you yeah. don't have the town yeah yeah. yeah but uh but if they're just like i go i, I want to relax you know like as right. much as possible right. when i so the idea of like <laughs> we're gonna make you do all this stuff i'd be like what no, no way i just think that's kind of funny these movies. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know what do you think jess if they were like you're home for a vacation time to lead the choir yeah um so I live in a small town and I well I live here still now but I you know when even when I wasn't living here and I came home I can't say anybody ever asked me to do anything and I am in a town where everybody knows everybody yeah 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 (laughs) Cammy, I I feel like you're the opposite though you would be like yes let me lead the choir 
it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> so See, I have no talents that anybody would want to use during Christmas, whereas you do. <laughs> yeah. My my big my big thing is how much time you're spending there. You know, it since they were still in school and everything, it made it sound like she was going there at the beginning of December. If yeah. it was Christmas vacation, you know, if she if she got there on the 19th, I'm like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> but yeah. if she's there for pretty much the whole month and, you know, and she loves music and she's trying to get back into the swing of things musically, it's a good, it's a good duster offer. Yeah. You know, well, and it, I guess in fairness, in this one, they didn't really ask her. It was her yeah, idea, you know, to help her niece. So, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that this was a group that I don't think that it started when she was there, but it was something that she had been yeah. involved in all of her high school years. There, there was something that we called the Yuletide Carolers and, uh, in my high school. And we would dress up in Victorian costumes and everything really? like that. And so if I got asked to help by my old choir director, then I, yeah, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would go so this movie is about Cammie's life. Yeah. <laughs> now Cammy, <laughs> direct a christmas play you have three weeks to do it i don't know if i could pull that off i believe you i believe I, you. I absolutely think you could pull that off Cammy. i don't think i <laughs> no doubt but uh but what did overall what did you think about this one uh what do you think uh jess this one was a huge surprise for me i didn't think i was gonna like it at all because i'm not a big a fan of music-based movies um, so I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I actually really loved this one. I adored Brendan Penny kind of being this like nerdier, you know, with the glasses and uh, I just Dude, why it. would you like that, Jess? I don't know. I don't know. It's not like I'm a big nerd or anything. You know? And I thought Patty was so much fun in this. Um the only thing I didn't really care for was some of the singing, but the only that's only because I feel like uh, it sounds a little studio recorded, and I just don't like that when I can tell it's you know been recorded. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought the dialogue was fun, and some of the awkward things that happened just made it feel so much more relatable and realistic. So I really yeah. liked it. What do you think, Cami? You guys are gonna be shocked but no! it wasn't my favorite <laughs> wait, wait how did i enjoy the music movie more than you <laughs> now in all fairness i was watching this kind of late at night and mm -hmm. so i was kind of done for the day and it didn't grab my attention the way some others have and so that could have been something that was that was influencing my opinion. One thing I will say is I really loved Brendan's character. I, I really, really did. I loved that, yeah, they weren't afraid and he wasn't afraid to appear more nerdy. I also loved how they didn't just say we were rivals. They talked about what happened. They talked about what led them to that and when he said 
I was an 18 year old flipping burgers with headphones, trying desperately to have my boss not hear me. And at 18, you were traveling all over the world, singing your heart out. I, that, that was one moment that really hit at home for me. Uh, there, but, and I, and I did love the awkwardness. I love that he actually asked her out <laughs> and more than once. The, um, the, the kiss was a little interesting. It, it kind of made me shoot back. I was like, oh, he just kissed her. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it just kind of came up on, it came up on me by surprise. So I, I didn't, I, I did not hate it by any means. It just was not my favorite of the weekend, but I was watching it very late at night. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I really enjoyed it. And it I actually connected with it on an emotional level because I, I had a choir teacher uh, growing up that was really obsessed with winning. And uh, oh. and she uh, she just she failed in in her responsibility to nurture talent, uh, unfortunately. And I for a long time I just thought I was a terrible singer because of the way that she treated me I'm not saying I'm like the greatest singer in the world but but like I haven't I have a fine voice I have a serviceable voice and she made me feel really bad about myself and uh and so this sort of journey that the niece goes on from uh from this failed audition and feeling bad about herself was kind of like the thing I wish I had had what I wish I had experienced in high school. So it was sort of escapist for that for me. And, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, so that all really worked. And I agree, like put Brendan Penny through the nerdifier machine any day. <laughs> and I'm a fan, like, <laughs> cause I, I have to admit, I'm normally not a huge fan of his. He's a little smug sometimes on screen for me. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, this, really worked like I, was like I actually think that worked for his character in this movie. it did it, yeah it worked for his character and it was just super charming and I feel like we're getting like the nerd chic this year on Hallmark you know with <laughs> some of these performances which I'm really enjoying <laughs> yeah and so I liked that and I love Patty Muir and I think she is like perfect for these movies she's so sweet mm-hmm. and and uh and I I, I think that uh hope she i i hope she makes many more hallmark movies because i think she has potential to definitely be a favorite so i had never seen her before oh yeah um she had done that uh that iceland movie the um uh the the winterfest movie and i feel like she has done one other christmas movie but i can't think of it uh right now but anyway she she was on broadway on uh in the original Mm -hmm. cast of frozen uh, oh yeah i can definitely see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so it was fun to see her like be this pop star in this yeah <laughs> this movie. Yes. Um, that must have been a hoot for her to get to do this like sugar rush and you know these like happy <laughs> kind of thing that must have been fun yeah. for her and uh and uh they, they i liked the relationship with her sister i thought that that was genuine yeah and, that was very genuine mm-hmm. that worked really well uh i it made me laugh uh the the bad singing of this of the students was <laughs> funny and and in the uh i 
on Twitter, I posted on the one of the, one of the kids is singing on the close because I watch with closed captions just because it helps me like focus. Oh, I do the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it said boldly off key. Yeah. <laughs> boldly. Like yeah, he was going for it. I tell you one thing those those closed captions they can be so funny yeah they, they really can so funny sometimes yeah it's true um i agree with you cammy i really liked the date and sometimes they forget in these movies to have like a cute date because they'll just be like, working date. together or you mm-hmm. know so they forget to like set up the time to have like the awkward we want to date with me we go on a date and there's the are we gonna have a kiss at the end and, and in this one she decides not to kiss him which i appreciated because it wasn't a near kiss that was stupid like the yeah. near kisses yeah. where they're like it wasn't interrupted by a dog barking yeah or a phone or something <laughs> or like that like because <laughs> nobody would stop kissing for a cell phone like nobody not me and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh but like she had actually had a reason why like because she knew she was leaving and she didn't want to get overly attached and mm-hmm. and uh so i appreciated I appreciated the near kiss that yeah, uh, yeah and I actually one of one of my favorite like brands of kisses is the like kind of um like I guess the shut up and kiss me kind of you know where like <laughs> she just she just went and went for it and I I enjoyed the kiss at the end I thought it was fun but um and the music I thought was good uh you know they kind of all looked like they were about to enter a uh, Gryffindor house at, at- <laughs> with the scarves yeah Yeah. (laughs) but uh and it was cute that i I liked the fact that she still got to go and do her thing in new york Mm -hmm. and uh and then still make the concert because one of the most cringy things in these kind of movies in my opinion when they get up and leave yeah like you're in the middle of your presentation and 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 you're like I have to leave right now. Like, no, finish your stupid presentation. Then, right. Oh, which is what they did. To work something out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got her home in time. And, uh, and I mean, in reality, this would have been a, there's no way that they would have made her come home. Uh, like they would have just done it over zoom. Uh, right. you know, they wouldn't have made her come to, to New York for this meeting, but it worked for the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah 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 and uh i also liked the little moment when uh when you know brendan penny he's kind of sad and he's like <laughs> he's like the biggest cup of hot cocoa i've ever seen with this candy cane and like that is like hallmark to me in an image right yeah <laughs> like our hero nursing his his broken heart with a cup of over this uh, very peppermint latte or whatever <laughs> oh man it was it was good so yeah, I uh, I I liked the ending scene too, where they're like cute hanging out in their jams, Christmas jams, yeah. and I feel like that's like also a thing. I, there's been a number of like Christmas jam scenes. Yeah, which I love. Yeah. The year of the jammies. Yeah, it's the year of the jammies. Where's the Hallmark special on some Christmas jammies? Yeah, I like Christmas jammies. I'm trying to get my husband to do a whole family Christmas jammy thing. Do it. Yes. He won't do it. He won't uh, do it. Well, you better do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jess is calling you out. <laughs> well, so I would give this movie. Uh, I give it like. 
pretty high score. I would definitely watch it again. It's going to stay on my DVR. So I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of five. Wow. Uh, I really, I really had a good time with it. I mean, I, anytime you can bring the the music. Oh, another moment that I love, because I love a subtle handhold, you know, where they'll be oh. like, oh, we just held hands. I love <laughs> that. And this one was so cute where it wasn't even a handhold. It was like, they were like touching each other's fingers. Uh-huh. It was like a finger it touch. It was yeah. so cute. Loved that. Finger brush. Uh, so <laughs> I like that. Uh, but, and it was so cute when he, he gave her the coach Darcy shirt. Oh yeah. Adorable. Yeah. That, uh, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. So Jess, what would you give it? I also rated it pretty high. And I do want to say, even though I said stuff about the singing, I really enjoyed Patty singing Oh, that yeah, song yeah. that she sang. I wanted to say that as well. Like hers didn't sound, um, super recorded. So I did want to mm. say I loved her mm-hmm. singing. But I gave it a 4.25. I really yeah, liked it. Good score. What do you think? What will you give it, Cammie? I'm gonna I'm gonna go 3.75. Huh? Okay. Uh, go. It, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite of the weekend. I need to go back and watch it again because I was watching it with my daughter. And that's just that's so <laughs> hard. Watching with an eight-year-old is just oh really yeah. hard when you're trying to get details. So yeah. yeah. So I do need to go back and watch it again, but I'll give it a 3.75. Very good. To thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast, it's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the book lover in your life? Dive into some great dual time novels this Christmas where the past intersects with the present. First up, we have By Way of the Moonlight by Elizabeth Musser. Allie Massey's dream to use her grandparents' estate for equine therapy is crushed when she discovers the property has been sold to a contractor. With weeks until demolition, Allie unearths some of Nanadale's best-kept secrets, including her champion filly, a handsome man, and one fateful night during World War II, and perhaps a clue to keep her own dream alive. Next, Where the Last Rose Blooms by Ashley Clark. More than a century apart, two women seek lost hope. Abolitionist Clara is determined to help an enslaved woman reunite with her daughter. Alice can't stop wondering what happened to her mother in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Faced with the unknown, both women will have to dig deep to let their courage bloom. Next, When the Day Comes by Gabrielle Meyer. Libby has been given a powerful gift to live one life in 1774 Colonial Williamsburg and the other in 1914 Gilded Age New York City. When she falls asleep in one life, she wakes up in the other without any time passing. On her 21st birthday, Libby must choose one path and forfeit the other. But how can she possibly decide when she has so much to lose? Then we have The Master Craftsman by Kelly Stewart. When Ava Lane's dying treasure hunter father entrusts to her his mission to find a missing Fabergé egg, she has no idea how high the stakes will climb or how her allegiances will be tested. Join the hunt in this lavish dual-time narrative that plunges you into the 1917 Russian Revolution, the fall of the Romanovs, and a long-buried Soviet secret. And finally, The Extraordinary Deaths of Mrs. Kip by Sarah Brunsfold. Frustrated reporter Aidan Kelly begrudgingly agrees to help a hospice patient prepare her obituary, but old Claire Kipp has some incredible stories and some surprises up her sleeve that promises to make this seemingly throwaway assignment a life-changing one. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies 
and use code HOLMERKIES40 for 40% off. Okay, then we have The Royal Nanny. This is on the 12th. This stars Rachel Scarston, Dan Giannette, Greta Scacchi, and it's Claire is an MI5 agent who becomes the Royal Nanny, having to overcome challenges on her mission as she keeps the family safe for Christmas and resists Prince Colin's charms. So, uh, Cammie, overall, what do you think about this? This movie had me. This movie had me until the very end. I the the end just kind of dropped off, and I was like, because I loved it all the way from the beginning up until that point. You didn't I, like the whole like abduction? No, I I thought I thought the abduction was fine. I didn't like her defense. It looked very choreographed. The de- the defense of the children in the end, leading up to it, and and Miss Lansbury showing her how that all looked fine because it uh-huh. was demonstration. But the defense in the end, before she pulled them away, it just it just looked very very choreographed. And then when she was pulling the children away, then and Prince Colin was being pulled the other way. I thought that was fabulous. I thought that was great. And then it just kind of dropped off at the end with the rescue and and then the king calling and I'm like why why but <laughs> I Dan Janot I love that guy I I really love how versatile he is he can do French he can do British he can do American all with perfection you know he can do whatever you throw at him and I loved this twist on the royal trope you know, we got the uncle instead of the heir to the throne. We've yes. got the we've got the care of the children of the crown princess that we don't have the care of the heir to the throne. You know, it just it made it it made it different to watch and it made it fun. And it also made the romance not as formidable, you know, because he's not the heir to the throne. Not it's the not heir. impossible. So I I loved it right until the end. I was like, <laughs> interesting. What do you think overall, uh, Jess? Yeah, I think I would agree with most of that. I agree. It was very refreshing to have uh, a royal movie that was not about like the playboy prince who needs to be convinced to to take his rightful seat at the throne. So it was really nice um, to have a royal movie that wasn't like that. About the takedown, it felt like almost like a bad remake of Home Alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with her like uh pulling with the the umbrella and everything throwing (laughs) things on the ground um i i did enjoy it i think i had different expectations of what it was going to be and i just didn't enjoy didn't enjoy the spy aspect as much i think i think you enjoy it if you don't take it too seriously but i wanted to take it seriously Mm. because you know i'm a crime show person like i wanted to see some really like fun spy stuff and i just didn't feel like i quite got that so I did really enjoy it though. And I still rated it pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that, uh, that it was nice to have a Royal movie that wasn't a Cinderella story. Yeah. You know, the most of these are some sort of variation on Cinderella in some fashion, but this wasn't at all. So it was refreshing. There was no big reveal. I'm a prince. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That. Or no, like, yeah no there's just what it just wasn't it was something different and and overall i i had fun with it i mean the ending was goofy uh ridiculous <laughs> uh but 
it was after I've watched already 45 Christmas movies this season already. And so it was refreshing. This was a breath of fresh air for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was refreshing. It was different. And I got to interview Dan on the pod and he was so great and charming. And uh, it was fun to talk to him about, uh, you know, why they keep making him uh, these various and they keep making him European in all these movies. He's so good at it. <laughs> uh, but I really, I really loved uh, his interview. I thought that uh, he was very, uh, very charming, as I said, um, and fun. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought this had a lot of cute moments. I, I liked uh, the, the banter. I think was pretty good between them. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Especially the bucket. <laughs> yes, the yeah. bucket was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And the uh, the I like the Lansbury character was was cute and fun. And and the like non tangible Lansbury was very sweet mm-hmm. as as always. And um, yeah, these pranks that the kids pull off. Uh, and, and you know that's how she wins them over is that mm-hmm. she participates in the prank in, the, right. in one of the pranks but um it's probably and that uncle colin helps yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh yeah i mean i thought there were just some funny lines like when uh they have the conversation about uh what they want for christmas and they, they ends up you know who Toenail wants a bag kippings. of toenails <laughs> Christmas. that was funny um the royal fun club that was super cute yes. oh, oh the reindeer game like I want to play yeah this. yeah yeah I've never seen that kind of ring toss thing in a I don't think in a Christmas movie that was that not was... in a no not in a, I've, I've seen something like it in real life but I've never seen it in a Christmas movie and seeing the crown princess trying <laughs> to sit in her gown <laughs> yeah I, James Wilder, who she convinces to donate a thousand presents. And he's <laughs> just sitting there like, whoa. And I, I love in these movies when the guy is clearly gone from the moment he sees the girl. Like, that's yep. too very swoon-worthy. Yeah, and- it's almost as if he didn't want to go through with the prank when he saw her. Yeah. He, yeah, was-, he, he was like, oh, hello (laughs) and uh and that that was the case here and they all make the wishes on the at the uh, of course it's a christmas wishing fountain Uh, and uh, that was very sweet and there's a whole tree lighting and and also the so the the father of the kids the prince is Mm -hmm. is gone and uh and it was sweet to have him come back at the end and and uh as dressed as santa and everything and she was able to make that for them That's yeah i mean i think one thing the- that i really liked is they went through real channels they it wasn't just oh yeah these miraculous look what happened to to make it more of a cheesy ending you know she says yeah. how difficult would it be to schedule a video call she gets on the phone and says, can we ground a flight? You know, she, she's the backbone to all of this. Yeah, true. Yes. And I, she looked great in that red dress. Uh, I thought <laughs> it was uh, beautiful. And, and I just loved the line when he, uh, he says, you look stunning as always. And she, and she says, you've only seen me in my uniform. I stand by my statement. <laughs> I know. That was really good. Be still really my good. beating heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I do think that like the whole sort of plot with her boss uh, and uh, that, yeah, that, that didn't work like, as well. What? <laughs> but I kind of, I, I got a, a kick out of the whole like umbrella situation. Like it was ridiculous, but it was, I thought it was funny and kind of cute. But, um, but uh, especially when Lansbury says that, yeah, how do you think I got called Scary Poppins for <laughs> from <was>. Prince Colin? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was a that was a fantastic nickname. That yeah. that really was a fantastic nickname. Yeah. Jess, I have a question for you. So we agree about the the defense part with the umbrella. What did you think of the abduction itself? Did, that I think did, I thought was good. That that was that real was enough for you. And that was closer to what I was like wanting some of that nice, really like good, gritty action. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would encourage them to like use this as a stepping off point because yes. I, I think that uh, it, it overall worked and I'd love to see more, more along this line uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, that mixing a little bit, a little bit of silly, fun, campy action. I think it goes wrong, goes really well actually with these movies, I think. I, I would like campy action. I just want, I don't know. I, I think I want them to take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, spilling the marbles on the floor and then that's the kidnappers undoing. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess they probably have some idea that you can't have like guns and things like that in a Hallmark movie. So that was sort of their solution. But yeah, I guess I feel like if you're going to go there, go there. Like you, you don't have to make it like, you can still be g-rated i think it can still be you don't even need a gun you know pop them over the head that happens that happens in plenty of them (laughs) right i mean they do the the hallmark movies and mysteries and they give you i mean they don't like show it but you kind of know what what's happening even though they don't always like show like a graphic scene or anything you know it's true that is true yeah Uh, so go you can still make it Mm g-rated you can still Mm -hmm. make it g-rated without having to shoot somebody in the head or the leg or whatever yeah, yeah. But, I, I guess mean, I that's think... true about the marble part that was a little silly the 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 umbrella part I thought was kind of funny no so the umbrella I thought was cute yeah when she yeah. when she hits him in the face yeah no yeah. that that was cute but the marbles I was like okay yeah no. that's fair, <laughs> that's fair. uh the uh the, the when Lansbury's like a nanny always plans for rain that was yeah. a fun moment that yeah fun. no I thought I thought the umbrella was a very very clever weapon because it's totally true it looks so innocent mm-hmm. and it can be used to cause some serious pain if you know what you're doing yeah yeah, yeah true well what would you give cammy this movie one to five um like i said i absolutely loved it until the very end so i'm gonna go 4.1 all right. And what about you, Jess? <laughs> I, I I think it's funny because you gave it a 0.1 and I gave it a 3.9. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like, I, I wanted to give it a four, but I just wasn't quite there. But I love these two leads together. Oh uh, my gosh. They, they had a great, easy chemistry. So they oh, really dear. helped sell it. And I think just think for me, it was, you know, just a case of me wanting something different than the movie was trying to be. Yeah. And that's okay. I, mean, I think some people were <laughs> taking it more lightheartedly 
would have absolutely loved like 100% loved it yeah it just wasn't quite what I wanted out of it <laughs> I give it a four so I'm like right in between you Point <laughs> <laughs> four, four by one we've yeah. got it uh, I I, I really like this one <laughs> yeah I enjoyed it very much ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies Patreon do you love Hallmarkies podcast especially at Christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Oh, next we have Christmas at the Golden Dragon. And this was on the 13th. And Antonio Cubo, Sarah Canning, Kara Wang, Barbara Niven, Zach Santiago, a director, David Strasser, co-writer, Emily Ting, Melinda, or co-writer, Emily Ting, and Belinda Bismeyer. And it's when Romy and Rick's parents surprised them with the news that they will be closing the Chinese restaurant they ha- that they have owned and operated for decades. The siblings each find themselves reevaluating their futures. Also impacted by the news are the landmarks, restaurants, loyal patrons, and staff who have all come to depend on the restaurant over the holidays. And so I'll go first on this one. I have to admit that one of my uh, soft spots in stories is like stories about siblings. And mm-hmm. and it's not, I have like good relationships with all of my siblings. There's no like problems, but I wouldn't say like any of us are like exceptionally close, you know, mm-hmm. like best friends kind of a thing, like, yeah. which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, but I, I, I guess there's a side of me that like wishes maybe we were closer or like, I don't know. There's just something about these stories about siblings that really gets me in my heart and, uh, and makes me want to try to do better. And I don't know. I just, it's, it's an element of a story that will a lot of times it really work for me. Um, and so, uh, that going into this was was something I was very excited about to see. And I wish that we almost got more time with the two siblings together because they're kind of separated from most of the movie. Yeah. But nevertheless, I still liked getting to know both of their stories. And I think for the most part, I mean, this movie is like a little overstuffed. It's trying to do a little bit too much for 85 minutes. But I, I think for the most part, it worked for me and most of the stories worked. Uh, I think if I was going to cut one I would probably cut the Barbara Niven one even though I think she did an, a great job I thought she down, was very down, good down just, down just. <laughs> I thought she was very good but I just felt like we didn't have enough time to really like there was a lot going on in that relationship mm-hmm. and so that was the one I probably would have like maybe saved for another movie a different movie um but uh but for the most part I liked uh liked Rick and Sadie I thought they were very sweet I liked 
the Roma and uh forget the boyfriend's name Blake Romy and Blake yeah they were good and that was fun and um so overall I I enjoyed this I liked Antonio Cupo's character and him dealing with the, the girls and uh, I would have probably cut out the Barbara Niven part and focused more on him and Sarah Canning's relationship because that was kind of an afterthought I would have liked to have seen them together more mm-hmm. uh, so all of that saying I I I enjoyed this movie and I, and I think it was just a really like brilliant idea because so many people do go to Chinese food on Christmas uh, because it's the only place open on Christmas. And so it becomes a tradition for a lot of families. (laughs) Yeah. Christmas story. A lot of other, you know, families will go to Chinese and, and uh, so I think that was a very smart, it's hard to find new things to do in these Christmas movies that Mm -hmm. haven't been done. And so I think it was a smart idea for a story uh to to do that uh but cammy overall what do you think of this one overall i loved this one i i really enjoyed the multiple storylines because it's a restaurant you know it's one of those places where you go in and you think everybody here has their own life and what does that life entail and that's what this movie did is it showed the behind the scenes and i loved how everything kind of wove together and you know the the same boy that was turned down for a scholarship ended up being the same one that fixed her mother's porch light and so she had to reconsider because yeah it's not on his resume but it all uh but it all fits in with his community work so i i loved this one i loved the feel of it i had i had three things number one the leaving on christmas eve i i know i know it was necessary but make it the 23rd you know (laughs) because she was leaving on christmas eve night you know so i'm just like man really okay yeah so so that that part that part was was tough for me. Which one was leaving? Uh, Romy? Romy. When when oh, okay. Romy left on Christmas Eve night to go back home. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, I was like, wait, what? No, stop. And then number two was uh, was Zach's character. Luis had a cane, and I and we didn't know why. I I was like wait 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 did he have a stroke did what what's what's yeah. wrong why can't why can't he walk why is yeah and that character was a little underserved because mm-hmm. they they uh, they were like he was upset about his son getting a call scholarship but then he wasn't it was a little confusing I didn't quite understand what was going on yeah with that. I didn't either that's yeah. the one story I thought needed more time yeah 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 uh, they're, yeah there di- and then the other the other thing that I that I just went no no way was when uh uh what's her name uh hold please <laughs> <laughs> dang it Barbara Niven no Rick's girlfriend what oh Sadie Sadie thank you when Sadie shows up in a prom dress and it's snowing. I'm like, uh-uh. There's no way that you're standing out there in a sleeveless strap gown and you're not shivering your neck off. She's so probably just so proud that she still fits into the into the prom dress from <laughs> So those were my three issues with it. Other than that, I kind of liked how packed it was because it showed that everybody was leading their own lives Mm -hmm. and yeah, everything wasn't closed up perfectly, but 
it just it gave you a peek into everybody's real life and then they all came together and i also love that it wasn't save the restaurant the restaurant still yeah. closed True. they they just wanted to have one last want yeah. christmas all together and okay i loved the proposal i thought that was the sweetest thing and that you know he didn't magically have this beautiful ring it was a last second split decision that he that he made to propose to her right there and so he twists a piece of garland on it (laughs) it was and but he wanted to do it right there at the table where all of her other milestones had happened i just i that was that got me that got me well jess overall what did you think of this one i also overall really enjoyed it um i love movies that have multiple storylines that interconnect like this so that really worked for me and you know like we've already all said a couple of them didn't need some more time but I just enjoyed you know the blending of the different cultures and just showing that Christmas can look different for everybody and still be incredibly meaningful and that was something Romy kind of came to the conclusion of is that her Christmases were still meaningful even if they didn't look like this cookie cutter made for tv version yeah, well, she realizes that that like doesn't exist. You know that people right. that even her like ideal Christmas family were still you know going to Chinese and weren't that different from you know right. her own family in a lot of ways. And uh, I think that uh, Marky and Tarasuk. I'm I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. I was trying to figure out he, how to say his name. <laughs> he is he's a find. I, I mean, I, I think he's been in a bunch of these, but like not I, a bunch, but being he's in getting two, he's getting up there. Yeah, he being in two in a row that I watched last night was mm-hmm. like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. You he's, know, and <laughs> he's gorgeous. Yeah. He's got that multicultural blend that make that makes him so good looking. Yeah. He's got he's got that really great tone in his voice mm-hmm. and he's got an ease. You know, I mean, he played a murderer in the Hannah Swenson mystery. Oh, really? <laughs> and, yeah, he he was the murderer and now he's the boyfriend/fiance. slash He mm-hmm. he and he did both of them. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh the first thing I saw him in was Christmas jars. And Oh yeah. Oh, yeah he was, oh, that's right he, he okay. was he was and that i i just went oh my goodness where have you been <laughs> yeah I, he was so good in that movie he was he was handsome of course and he was romantic and he was thoughtful and not but not too sugary it just oh it, it was great yeah yeah i mean i do feel like that the parents would probably have given some kind of clue that this was happening oh my gosh they would just announce and be like it's happening and i mean and plus like if you're selling a a, a, you have to have like realtor and people come and yeah look at the house look at i mean look at the restaurant so i i think that you know that was a little not realistic but um but i did like the fact that his family wasn't like 
although I sometimes enjoy when people are over the top, like snobs that can be funny, but, but with this, I, I did kind of like that. They were just like super sweet and lovely and, and really supportive. They weren't like critical of her or, yeah. or uh, whatever. There was no like, Oh, you work at a restaurant. You know, and there was none of that. Like everybody yeah. was just super sweet and nice, which was great. Her mm-hmm. dreams, her dreams of the perfect Christmas got dashed without them being cruel which mm-hmm. is what yeah. I really liked. It, yeah. it, it still was a letdown. It was still the letdown, but they all were very kind of, well, except for the niece. She was a brat. <laughs> I could have definitely used not having the uh, the extended Chex Mix Walmart. Uh, <laughs> Puppy chow. <laughs> I was excited as it requested her to see Puppy chow though. I did. <laughs> I love me some puppy chow at Christmas. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, we know who's sponsoring like, this one. <laughs> I have each of the girls like literally holding the checks mix box. <laughs> we did get to talk to Antonio Cupo on the pod and he was great and really charming. And uh and uh I just feel like the interviews the last couple of weeks have been really fun. So if you've missed them uh definitely uh definitely check them out uh and i mean like i said i thought that barbara niven was really good like she's always oh. great but yeah. i don't know it was just a, a pretty heavy story and this i mean it was kind of shocking like sarah canning how uh how bitter she was about her dad and uh oh. and i just wish that i i could have had i guess a whole movie almost with it it was uh it was a lot you know that uh but they both did a really good job i think sarah canning is a, is a very good actress mm-hmm. yes i love her I yeah she's excellent yeah uh, oh yeah and so we also another like it was i wish it had had more time with sarah canning's character and her uh i guess she's she was trying to have a, ba- a single mother by choice yeah um which is I've never seen that in a Hallmark movie before. Uh, so that was really interesting. I mean, she'd done four rounds of IVF. Oh my oh. gosh, that's brutal. Uh, in so many that ways. Your body. Yeah, yeah, really hard. And uh, the fact that I, the fact that she'd like already bought presents for the baby and stuff like that was, that was heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was hard. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think most people would say, don't do anything like that because it, unfortunately, especially the older you get, the more unlikely it is to work. And, and then mm-hmm. sometimes these doctors will really like pump people up because they make so much money off of, off of it. Then it's so expensive yeah. um, that they will, I think it seems like from what I've talked to friends who've gone through it and stuff is that, that you can get a sense of, of false hope. Uh, and uh, it, the whole process is just brutal. Uh, yeah. Even if it, even if it results in a live pregnant, a live birth, which is obviously incredible, uh, it's it's still. A, I don't think anybody would say it's not a very right. grueling process. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting, and I agree with you about the proposal. It was so sweet, and the fact mm-hmm. he gave her like a pipe cleaner ring was <laughs> was really cute. And I loved the fact that the mom was like, uh. <laughs> real rings coming <laughs> <That's> really funny <laughs> and it was very sweet at the end when they're all putting the different ornaments on the tree and they yeah. have like zach's character talking about his immigrant experience and his ornament and 
uh, or his father's immigrant experience. And, and, uh, uh, they each, you know, had a different, like the little girls putting on the, the ornaments, uh, and, uh, I don't know, that was very sweet. It was a good rounding out. Yeah. And this is the greatest gift we can give ourselves as family and appreciating the moment. So that was nice. Yeah. And this is, this was really, this was really a, the family that you have combined with the family that you make. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That, that was one, that was one thing that I really loved because it emphasized the importance of the family that you have, but mm-hmm. it also really stressed the idea that it doesn't have to be blood to be family yeah right and that is something that is very meaningful oh hello (laughs) that's a that that's something that's something that is very very meaningful to me personally Mm -hmm. yeah i agree it was very touching and and i i i thought that my miguel was very sweet i liked the whole plot with uh sadie and rick for the most part it was very sweet and it's just a it was just a sweet movie it's a sweet homework movie uh so i would give this one for me i would give this one four crowns i i enjoyed it uh what about you jess i also gave it a solid four i thought it had a lot of heart a lot of good messages and barbara niven and sarah canning almost made me cry and that's (laughs) we always know that means the movie did something right I, whoa whoa i'm sorry what what did you say i, I want to hear that again tears they were coming okay but they didn't quite they didn't quite fall or anything well cammy what will you give it i gave it i i gave it a 4.75 oh, yeah there, nice. there was very little lacking in this movie uh-huh. for me. cool okay we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Okay, last one uh, is our christmas italian memories this was on movies and mysteries on the 12th bo bridges sarah power director Catherine siren and it's the colucci siblings in an effort to jog the memory of their grandfather who's struggling with dementia set out to recreate their late grandmother's legendary pasta sauce the sugo Sugo! and we we were pretty uh i think we both gave this a call in our preview jess mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think so yeah um so it was definitely for me at least it was definitely better than i anticipated uh it, i i i thought that it was very well acted and it definitely brought back some memories of particularly with my uh my grandfather who passed away in 2001 
but he started to have the Alzheimer's and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so it definitely brought back some memories. Uh, but, uh, but Cammy, what overall did you think about this one? This one was pretty heavy. It was very heavy. Yeah. It, it was pretty heavy because you got the grandfather dealing with Alzheimer's and you got a lot of tension with the siblings and their personal lives. It, this, this wasn't just a grab the tissues. This was a, oh yeah this this was a big one so i i didn't hate it i i didn't hate it and i thought the messages came through very nicely um i really liked sarah and markian as a couple i thought their story got wrapped up a little too quickly in my opinion but um, but I liked them as a couple. I would love to see them as another. I would love to see them as another uh, couple. I loved Bo Bridges. I loved Bo Bridges. I thought that he played this role to the T with excellence. I also, this is really shocking for me. I loved the ending. I don't usually like the staged look of of an ending, but the fact that they're all racing off, the three of them are all <laughs> racing off to find the pickle. The, pickle. <laughs> the people who aren't the kids, you know, it's either it's either the significant others or the spouses or the or the mom and the grandpa. Yeah. You know, and you know, Markian, think... Markian's character, the doctor, Dr. Greg, is just like, what is going on? <laughs> and then you have that final shot with found it, and it's the three of their faces. I I kind of liked that ending. I didn't I think did I would, but I did. So I didn't know that the Christmas pickle tradition was Italian. I thought it was German. So that was the only thing about it that I was like, I didn't think that it fit in this story. But I mean, it, like, who cares? But but it, <laughs> but uh, but that was the only thing. I but uh, but Jess, what did you uh, think overall of this one? I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I was, as we know, I'm, I was done with Italy already. Oh, um, having another Italian themed one, you know, I was already not like super looking forward to it. And, you know, for me as well, I think, well, I think people who have a connection to someone with Alzheimer's would probably find it very meaningful. Um, I don't. So that storyline didn't quite grab me in the same way. I'm sure it did other people. And I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like there was anything quite interesting to grab my attention or to elevate this movie. I did enjoy some of the sibling stuff. Um, I really liked RJ. I thought he was a fun character. I kind of wanted to see a movie about him and his like cooking thing. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. Um, I really liked RJ and the fact that he was kind of a, I don't know if you'd say it like kind of like a blue collar guy, like mm. a little bit more, like you usually don't see that kind of uh, person in Hallmark movies usually they're more sort of the white collar button up kind of or the like exactly hometown hunk. The, the uh, I don't know like he was just a little bit different than mm-hmm. than you normally see and he was like uh, kind of uncomfortable about that and kind of insecure about that but but he wasn't uh, dirt poor either no <laughs> no no um but just he was happy working on the line you know in this restaurant uh and it, he had you know some ideas kind of what he wanted to do he had this he just felt like this girl was way above him which is kind of swoon worthy in a way like that little bit of insecurity that little bit of so i agree i thought that was good i thought the acting in general was very good in this movie i i all pretty much across the board i thought they were all excellent 
uh, in their roles. I thought Sarah Powers was really good. She's, you know, she was on Good Witch. She was really good in Good mm-hmm. Witch. Uh, she's good here. This is definitely way better than her movie last year, which wasn't her fault, but it just wasn't the best right. at the Nantucket Noel or whatever. Uh, so this was definitely better than that. And uh, I, I, I definitely connected to it because, like I said, my grandfather, uh, especially the whole scene where he gets lost, uh, because that happened with my grandfather. Uh, he, it was during the summer, uh, and uh, he was there visiting, uh, our in California, and uh, and he just he wandered away. And I thought at the very beginning, I was like, I don't think that you would just when he's like out getting his steps and stuff i'm like i don't think that you would do that i didn't i was like wait why is somebody not yeah. going with him and i guess this is kind of the beginning of their journey so it maybe makes sense to sort of make that mistake uh but uh but i was like I, yeah I, I think you would want some kind of supervision of some kind you know like maybe take him to the center and then he can walk there or something like that but um but anyway, uh, I it happened with my grandfather, and we actually even had to have like helicopter. It was a huge thing, oh, and then wow. we finally found him in like a backyard of a neighbor. The pool man found him, Ooh. and uh, it was very you know scary and upsetting. And and uh, luckily he was he was okay. But uh, but yeah, if you ever see like an older person kind of by themselves and they're sort of wandering, like there's a good chance that there might be this kind of situation. So never hurts to like ask a couple questions and like, are you okay? Do you need help or, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I felt like that, well, Bridges, he did a very good job kind of capturing the, it's just an interesting thing with Alzheimer's because you, you can remember these things that like are way far back. And you think that would be the hardest thing to remember, but I guess in a sense, like that's the stuff you've been remembering the longest it's more permanent yeah so it's been in your mind the longest and uh so i remember my grandfather he would remember like specific names of his teachers and and uh his his uh his friends in school grade school things that he would have really vivid memories of things like that but then he couldn't remember his own children's names you know at times and so uh it's just an interesting how that works uh, how mm-hmm. the brain works and and so i thought he did a very good job of capturing that it was very heavy it was definitely a movies and mysteries movie there's the uh, uh, miracles of christmas movie um i i thought it was kind of refreshing that they like had no judgment about the mom going to maui <laughs> oh yeah they gave it to her yeah they, 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 yeah, they <laughs> said if this is a christmas present you have done enough yeah. go yeah which usually you don't like if you go to a warm climate in a hallmark movie you're usually like a villain like, <laughs> what are you doing so that was you want to go to jamaica for the holidays (laughs) yeah i did think that they could have done a better job at the end of really like zhuzhing up this this pasta sauce and we've heard about it all the The entire time could have had this like great montage of her like adding and and like really making it look delicious and they didn't really do that uh i mean it was it looked like pasta sauce but they could have like mm, that up a little bit more i think um but uh but yeah i i like said i liked the rj parts i liked i mean dr greg was he was it's great. working yeah he was, <laughs> he, was he, he had the sparks what can you say he's uh, really really good at flirting 
yeah. he is really good at flirting yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's not corny it's not cheesy it's hey mm-hmm. you're pretty well I it was like it you. was a, a cute little moment that they brought in because the actor he is actually ukrainian his i was, yeah. I was looking at that he was ukrainian heritage mm-hmm. and so like the fact that they brought that in with both the cookies and uh with him bringing the pierogies yeah uh that was kind of a, a nice little i thought little moment uh in there and good blending uh, of the cultures with the italian and the ukrainian yeah one thing i hated in this movie is her sweater it was so ugly wait grandma's sweater no sarah powers like it was like a beige color with like oh that table and weird puffy thing i it was really puffy i was like that doesn't even look comfortable i feel like it would just get in your way it looked scratchy it looked i mean she's a beautiful woman of course but i just didn't care for that that costume choice personally uh and uh, yeah they i thought the dynamic between the two sisters was was pretty well done i mean that was heavy it was heavy uh but uh you know the one feels like you left me with all of all of this to deal with right and then you come in and after having, I can understand why the sister feels resentment because it's like, you've had all these amazing experiences mm-hmm. traveling all over the world. You've had all this great stuff. And I'm here, the one holding down the fort. And, uh, and then you're mad that I'm selling it. What? Yeah. And then you're mad and you have an opinion that I'm selling it. And, and that, you know, she's also got like, she's about to have a baby. Like a lot is going on in this sister. So her in her, in this sister's life. So her attitude kind of I thought it made sense and and yeah. uh them kind of forgiving each other and and uh um you know the whole life is short love is a gift that was very sweet mm-hmm. very sweet I thought and uh and then they also family is where you act the worst but are loved the best yeah that was that was very sweet I that know. is so <laughs> so true with my children right now <laughs> <laughs> I think with everybody it's true I mean families oh family's hard it's hard especially when you have strong personalities and trying to keep everybody yeah. happy and family is difficult it's not easy uh so yeah uh, I I guess I liked this better than I I thought I would but I it's probably not one I would ever watch again uh, just because it is so heavy yeah. uh and I, I also liked when they said smell is is uh the most mm-hmm. Closely linked sense to memory and taste and isn't far taste off. Is not far behind. Yeah, that was that was sweet. So uh, I would give this one, I think, a three point five out of five. Um, what about you, Cami? I'm. I'll give it a solid three. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Jess? I give it a two. Oh, I... okay. Yeah. I would like to see all of these same characters in RJ's cooking movie. I think yeah. for me, it was mostly just, it wasn't the movie I wanted to watch. Yeah, I was done with yeah. Italy and in the Alzheimer's <laughs> part, this didn't connect with me, you know, yeah. emotionally. So I want to see them in the sense. cooking movie. That makes okay, sense. Okay, hold on. One question about this. How Italian was Nono? Because he didn't sound italian except for a couple of times when he said cc that, that's then, true that's a good like, point wait a minute how italian are you supposed to be because nona nona in the very beginning she sounded very italian 
And so I I was like, wait a minute, how, what are you supposed to be from Italy? Because my grandmother, she was an Italian cook and um, her parents were both full-blooded Italian, but she was raised in the States. So she had no, she had no American. uh, I mean, she had an American accent, but she knew some words in Italian. So I was wondering if that was what they were trying to do with Nono, but yeah, but she was, that's where I connected to it was at the very beginning because grandma would do everything herself and she, no one was allowed in her kitchen. So when Nono was helping, yeah, that would not have happened with my grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's true. I can see that. Well, let us know if you're listening, what you think of these four movies. We always love hearing the mini reviews in the comments section from our listeners. So definitely check that out. And, and uh, Jess, where can people find you? You can find me at Jess BSW blog on Twitter and Instagram. And Cammie, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cammie Drama Girl. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your reviews. It really helps us a lot. Five stars. It helps people to be able to find the podcast when they're searching for Christmas podcasts. So please, please, please do that. And then we, if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group, which gives you tons of fun benefits and uh, it helps us out so much. So please take a look at that. And we have the merch store where you can get tons of fun, festive designs. So please take a look over that for your holiday shopping. And uh, thanks so much, ladies. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.